Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. The most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? I got five dollars. This is a run to the left. How many tackles can one man break? You're saying that humans need fantasy to make life bearable. Humans need fantasy to be human. My goodness, that was good. You guys are pros. The best. Relentless, refusing to give up. All right, hit that horn, babe. Let's dance. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Super Bowl 56 Fantasy Flex Props Podcast presented by Prize Picks. I am your host, Chris Raybon, joined as always by my dude, Sean Kerner. Sean, how you feeling? Feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Um, looking forward to just Super Bowl week. Hopefully we can get together and party at some point. I feel like uh, we've just been recording pods and working and stuff, but uh, definitely excited for the Super Bowl. Yeah, man, uh, I got pretty uh, pretty wit the week after you were here too, and it was it was much what? less painful because uh, <laughs> I'm still recovering. By the way, we, yeah, we didn't. Uh, I, so ever since I ripped that shmoney shirt, uh, I've won all of my spreads in total. <laughs> so, oh yeah. So I, we were gonna throw it out, but I actually I found out it was still sitting here in the hamper, ripped, and, and I won those two bets last week. So I'm, I'm keeping it as good luck for the Super Bowl. I, I regret uh, not recording that whole moment um, <laughs> because you know th- there's all those reaction videos for. You know, everybody thinking the Bills won and yeah. the Chiefs lost. And I think we had the best one, you know, yeah. after Gabe Davis scored that touchdown, you ripping your shirt off um, was probably the best one, but it wasn't on tape. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, uh, maybe I'll upload a picture uh, of the rip shirt at some point and uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, we have our we're going to do our uh, top three props each for the Super Bowl on prize picks. And uh, we'll also do our lead entry. So you'll get, uh, you'll still get your 10 props, uh, five from each of us for Super Bowl 56. Let's jump right into it, Sean. Where are you going with your first? So I'm going with Joe Burrow over 265 and a half passing yards. You know, I realize this is a tough matchup against the Rams defense. I realize, you know, this is Burrow's first Super Bowl, but he's proven that he can handle the pressure. Um, and, you know, he might t- face a ton of pressure against this. Rams defensive line, but as we've said on previous pods, you know, that might only help um, him going over his passing total. You know, if he gets sacked, uh, it's only going to back him up. It's only going to force them to throw more. Um, so I'm not too worried about that here. Um, and, you know, this, this could be a trailing game script where, you know, he's, he's gone over this number and four of their six losses. So I'm not worried if it's a trailing game script, that'll only help. Um, so I think they're going to lean on Joe Burrow 
uh, this week, especially after last week. You know, they they ran Mixon a ton on first and second down. It didn't really work. So I think this, they're going to put the game in Burrow's hands here. And I'm projecting this closer to 282.5. So love the value we're getting here on Joe Burrow over 265.5 passing yards. Yeah, I mean, I think – I think Burrow is going to go over this either way. I do think they're going to continue to run the ball though on early downs, just because you have yeah. that Rams front, right? Right. Like, so, but the thing is we saw Burrow in the game. He got sacked. What was it? Nine times still yep. through for a cool, like three fifteen or something like it was a three sixteen. And, so, and he had headset problems. There was a whole yeah. drive where he couldn't even hear the play call. He was going to the line of scrimmage. There's five seconds left on the play clock. And he was able to hit T Higgins for a 20 yard pass or something. The guy just he has ice in his veins. Uh, I keep telling people Joe Burrow's pretty good, uh, but yeah, I think he's going to prove it here. Yeah, I like that. Um, this number is, and this number is a little lower than you'll see at some of the other yeah. markets. It's usually yeah. in the two seventies. So uh, yeah, take advantage on prize picks. Uh, for my first, I'm going with Cooper Cup over eight receptions. And if you look back at his season this year, uh, he's been over eight in eleven games. He's had exactly eight in one game, and then he's been under eight in eight games. So uh, he has much better than, I think, a 50-50 chance uh, of going over this number. It's a huge number, but um, you look at the last two postseason games, he's had nine and 11, uh, gone over it in two out of three in the postseason. So uh, I think you're getting a, a great value here for Cooper Cup. And, you know, we like him in a lot of different ways in this game. But, you know, looking at how the Bengals defended the Chiefs if in the second half, they dropped eight in the coverage a lot. Now... Do they do that again? If they have to, maybe they, they go to it. But the fact that that's kind of the Bengals ace in the hole, I think Cup is that one guy that, you know, if you give Stafford enough time, you're only rushing three. Even if there's eight guys back there, Cooper Cup's going to be the guy to get open. So even if the Bengals play that really tough defense and, and step up in the second half like they did, I still think Cup uh, has a great chance to clear this number. So Cup over eight receptions. Yeah, this this might be a hot take, uh, but Cooper Cup is – pretty good at football that that goes with my Joe Burrow's pretty good at football hot take as well. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that especially with my over 28 and a half, uh, you know, his longest play going over 28 and a half yards. I'm surprised we're getting such good value on Cooper cup overs. Like I, I thought that we were gonna have to go in the Super Bowl, you know, attacking his unders, but thankfully uh, we, we, we get to bet again, you know, with the grain with Cooper cup and bet on his overs. Yeah. Well, prize picks, it's a little different because you have to kind of, you know, you're combining your entries. Yeah. So you have to have at least two. So, um, you know, I think you're getting a little bit of better odds because to kind of even it out for the fact that you have to essentially parlay, you know, combine exactly. two or more. And uh, it, it correlates with almost any game script, you know, even if the Rams, you know, win by 20 or more or lose by 20 or more Cooper cups overs correlate with pretty much everything. Yeah. If Cooper cups in the game, he's going to be producing is essentially <laughs> what it is. Uh, all right, where are you going with your second? Uh, I'm going T Higgins over five receptions. Um, so I'm projecting this, you know, closer to five and a half. And like I always say, every half reception in this range is massive. So I love the fact that we're getting over five. And like you just mentioned, you know, we're, we're sort of, you know, parlaying them, correlating. So love pairing this up with Joe Burrow over 265 and a half passing yards. But, you know, T Higgins, he's gone over this in eight of uh, 15 games. Uh, he had two pushes, uh, five receptions exactly. Uh, but he was playing through an ankle injury earlier in the season. So there were some games where he wasn't 100%. Um, plus, you know, in, you know, losing game scripts, trailing game scripts, um, he only went under this once in six Bengals losses. So in a game where, you know, the Bengals are plus four, plus four and a half, uh, it's more likely that he sees a trailing game script. So it makes me like the over even more. 
And as we've said, you know, Higgins tends to thrive against zone heavy defenses and Rams play zone at, you know, a top three rate in the league. So this is a great matchup for Higgins. Um, love over five and a half receptions, even though I'm projecting it just a bit higher at five and a half. It's just too much value uh, to pass up. Yeah. Yeah. T Higgins here. I mean, I think he's the guy that we just love in, in this game. And, you know, I mean, worst comes to worst. You should get the push if he gets exactly five. Yeah. Probably still the most likely outcome. But yeah, I think it's definitely skewed toward the over uh, in this kind of game. And there's going to be a lot of attention on, on Jamar Chase, as there should be. Uh, so yeah, T Higgins trying to get uh, exposure to him in a lot of different ways this week. Uh, for my second, I'll go with Joe Mixon under five targets. So um, I know Mixon's been a little bit more involved in the past game as of late. But again, I th- still think you have to look at the season-long numbers. And you also have to keep in mind that I think a lot of these numbers, uh, these props are kind of from the point of what the, the spread in total are, which is, you know, four and a half point Rams, uh, you know, win. And I don't know that the Rams should be favored by quite that much. So I think, you know, there could be a little bit more of a positive game script for Mixon than, than we think, which would benefit him going under. But you look at Mixon and the number is five targets. He's only been over five in four games. He's had exactly five in three games. And then he's been under five in 12 games. So really, you take out the three games that he's had exactly five because that's a push. So he's been over in four, under in 12. That's a 75% hit rate toward the under. Uh, and I checked it in my model. I have him for 3.1 catches for 24 yards, uh, 3.5 targets. So I have him like over a full target under uh, this number. I think at like the most likely outcome should be four. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. it's, it's five with Mixon. So, and he could catch all four of them. So it's like, it, it could be close to his receptions, but uh, at five targets is a stretch, uh, 75% hit rate on the season in non pushes. So give me mixing under five targets. Yeah. So first off, uh, kudos to prize picks for even offering tar- like a target market. Yes. Uh, I've never been able to sort of attack a target projection. So it's awesome. They're doing this and I'm with you here. I think five is a bit too hard. You, you, you went through the numbers. I think, you know, even if he gets five, you're going to get a push. I think it's way more likely that he finishes with under five than he does over. So I love the fact that you're getting a push at five, but you know, he, there's a stretch there week 16 through week 19, you know, he was running a route on over 60% of Burroughs dropbacks, but it's dipped down uh, the past couple games closer to 50%. They've been using P Ryan. Yeah. I have, I have him up game. by the way. I have him back up at that 60%. I, I don't think P. Ryan. And you're still getting, yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. I'm at 55. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I have his targets closer to four and a half. Like you said, he's probably going to catch all his targets. So yeah, it's pretty close to his actual receptions. But yeah, five is just in this range. All these half yards, these half targets, these half receptions, like it all matters. Um, so just getting five and the fact that you get a push if he does get that is huge. So I'm with you on the under five targets as well. All right, where are you going for your third and final prop? So I, I love this one, but it's uh, Jamar Chase over three and a half rushing yards. I, I think it's a sneaky one because his, his season long data certainly doesn't support this. Uh, but this is the Super Bowl, and, and they've shown, you know, each playoff game, they've given Chase a rush attempt. Um, and uh, against the Raiders in the wild card round, they gave him three carries, yeah. and he, he translates at 23 yards. So um, I, I think this is a spot where if, if they're struggling to get him the ball through the air, you know, if Ramsey's shadowing him, which I don't think is really going to happen, or, you know, they're just double teaming him, they're going to give him the ball. So I think just with one rush attempt, um, I, I would say this is a pretty fair number, but I'm projecting him 
right around 1.4 rush attempts. I think it's likely we, we see him get, you know, two carries here. And if that's the case, he's going to go over this. So I just love the fact that we have an out where he could see more than one rush attempt. So um, I think if, if this line were at four and a half, I might like the under. I think, you know, four is probably the the correct line here. But um, the fact that we're getting three and a half, there's, there's just too much value here not to take the over. So I love Jamar Chase over three and a half rushing yards. Yeah, I, I had a feeling that this would be one that there would be some value here because I, I noticed early in the week at some spots, it was three and a half and then it jumped up to four and a half. We're still getting a three and a half here at prize picks. And you mentioned it on one of our earlier pods, like that yard makes so much difference yeah. between like the four and a half and the three and a half. Um, so yeah, at three and a half, I think it's, it's an over because I actually haven't projected for a little over one carry because yep. of how much, uh, his rushing usage has improved or gone up, I should say in the postseason. And it's the Super Bowl. You know, I think that again, they've had two weeks, they're going to have two weeks to plan for this. Uh, I think they'll find a way to get chased the ball because you, ha- you do have to worry about Ramsey, you know, even if he hasn't done it much this year, you still have to worry about it. So I think that they're, they're going to have those plays like, okay if Chase is not like involved in the game uh, or even if he is like, we need to, we need to have a few guaranteed touches for him. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets multiple attempts again. All right. For my third and final prop, it kind of correlated to the, my second one, but I went mixing under target. So I'm going with him over 16 and a half rush attempts. And again, this just comes back to the fact that I think the spread is a little bit inflated uh, at four and a half. Um, but I have mixed in closer to 18 and a half rush attempts. And uh, he's been over this number in 12 and 19 games overall this season, including two of three postseason games. And you look at the Rams and, you know, last week against the Niners, Elijah Mitchell only had 11 carries. So you might say, okay, well, that's not good for a guy like Mixon. But remember, Debo Samuel also had seven. Kyle Juszczyk had one as well. Uh, and I think in this game, you know, we've seen Chris Evans and Samaj P. Ryan get three carries all postseason. So uh, I think this is the Super Bowl. Wouldn't be surprised if Mixon gets every single backfield carry as he should. Uh, so I think he even has a higher, uh, a little bit of a higher floor than than the rest of the season when he's still been over in 12 and 19. So uh, give me Mixon over 16 and a half rush attempts. Yeah, I, I'm right in line with this. I love the process too, where um, even if you use, you know, the Rams minus four, um, I, I'm projecting Mixon closer to 18. Yeah. Rush attempts, but I'm projecting this game closer to minus three. So take either way, um, you're going to get Mixon over. So I, I'm projecting Mixon closer to 18 and a half. And yeah, they're they're probably not going to give Smaj Piran or Chris Evans a carry if they can help it. If anybody else gets a carry, it's going to be Jamar Chase. So I think just the fact that Mixon's, you know, guaranteed to get you know 90 percent of the rush attempt share, uh, I, I think this is a no brainer. If if you do like the Bengals, if if you think the you know the the Rams are going to blow them out. You wouldn't like this as much, but I'm with you here thinking the Bengals are going to cover the spread and love mixing uh, over 16 and a half carries. And we have seen the Bengals kind of stick with it. I mean, you know, even yeah. in the game against the Chiefs, you were kind of lamenting like, hey, they, <laughs> they, they did run it a lot on early downs. But that's, yeah. I think after that Titans game, you know, I think you're, there's just going to be a certain amount of early down running. Like, I think the Bengals will still probably come out in the first play of the game and pass. You know, we talked about that another pod. They've done that 16 out of 20 times. But overall, I think they still have to stick with the run game. And you're getting, yeah, you're getting some value here if they, if they uh, do better than the spread. Yeah, you just have to keep them honest. You don't want, you know, Donald Miller teeing off on Burroughs. So they absolutely still have to run the ball, even if he's not being effective. That's why uh, I think you're kind of with me in liking the, the running backs to go under their rushing yard prop. Yeah. Um, so this is better when, when you're 
convince a guy's going to get volume, but you don't know if they're going to be effective. That's that's typically Joe Mixon heading in this game. It's better just to attack their their rushing attempt prop. That there's more um, control over you know that projection. Yeah, there's a and, and the rushing yardage props. There's just not as much value even on going under. Like I think they could both struggle, but you know I also think this could just be a lower scoring game where yeah, like you said, you have to keep you have to stick with running the ball. So yeah, um, yeah, that's why I'm going with the attempts. Next up here on the Fantasy Flex is a segment we call Elite Entries, where Sean and I dive into the Prize Picks app and compare our player projections to the props to build some entries. Sean, start us off with your first Prize Pick Elite Entry for today. So my first Elite Entry is Cooper Cup, longest reception over 28 and a half yards. It, actually, it's his longest play, so it could be a rush attempt. Um, so that's a nice little out. But, you know, this has been one of my favorite bets um, the past couple weeks, you know, I'm surprised we're getting value on a Cooper Cup over, but I, I'm projecting him going over this 64% of the time. And in fact, he's gone over this in 75% of the games this year. So uh, I love the value we're getting here. And e- even though he's not really a deep threat, um, you know, he's going to get eight to 10 catches here. So he has a lot of bites at the apple. Um, and he's so good after the catch. Um, you know, he averages 6.4 yards after the catch so he can get it done in a variety of ways but you know there's a reason why he's gone over this number quite a bit this year it's because he's so good and he gets the volume um so love this you know we're getting over a 60 percent hit rate on this um so cooper cup's longest play over 28 and a half yards is one of my favorite plays for the super bowl Uh, for my first i'm going matthew stafford under four and a half rushing yards i think there's a lot of recency bias in this number uh, because he's been over it in each of the three postseason games but you look at the entire year he's been at two yards or fewer in 13 of 20 games or 65 percent cincinnati allowed the 10th fewest rushing yards to quarterbacks during the regular season and over 50% of them came from just two quarterbacks. So Mar Jackson and Justin Fields. So Matthew Stafford's median this year has been a half a yard rushing. So Stafford could get a scramble for five, six, seven yards. Uh, the Rams are favored. So kneel downs are still a possibility, a, a very likely possibility for Stafford. Uh, so there's a lot of ways for him to go under four and a half, which he, again, he's done uh, 65% of the time. So. Uh, that is my first prize pick elite entry for today. Stafford under four and a half rushing yards. John, where are you going with your second prize pick elite entry? So you know where I'm going with this. Uh, my favorite punter prop, and this is the only game all season we get punter props, is Kevin Huber, longest gross punt over 52 and a half yards. There's nothing gross about this. Um, you know, I have a 62% hit rate according to my Sims on this prop, and he's gone over this. 65% of the time this year. So in a game where the market shows, you know, his overrunners three and a half punts, I think we're going to get one where he's going to launch it. Uh, and one of my favorite things about this prop is it, it correlates really with everything. So I'm going to have this in quite a few builds on prize picks. Um, you know, I, I would set this line closer to 54 and a half, 55 and a half, and every single yard matters. Um, so love getting it at 52 and a half. I would take it up to 53 and a half before stopping. So get it at 52 and a half while you can. All right, for my second prize pick elite entry, I'm going with Cooper Cup over 101 and a half receiving yards. Uh, this correlates well with your uh, longest play over 28 and a half because that'll probably come through the air. But Cooper Cup has had 108 or more receiving yards in 13 of his 20 games, 65%, uh, including two of three postseason games, the last two, by the way, which he had 142 and then 183 
Uh, but more importantly, is just the season long numbers. You know, 108 plus and 13 of 20. Um, I, I have them around 110. So uh, I think there's still a few yards on this, uh, of value on this. And uh, it also kind of correlates with Stafford under rushing as well, because I think he's going to be able to, to stand in a pocket and, and Cup is going to be that guy that he's going to have to rely on as usual. So love Cooper Cup over 101 and a half receiving yards. That is going to do it for our prize pick elite entry for today. To recap, Sean is going with Cooper Cup, longest reception over 28 and a half yards. And Kevin Uber, longest punt over 52 and a half yards. I'm going Matthew Stafford under four and a half rushing yards in Cooper Cup over 101 and a half receiving yards. As a reminder, prize picks markets do move. So you want to get on it fast in order to lock in the best numbers. If you have not created a prize picks account yet, Check out the link in our episode description and they'll match your first deposit up to $100. Or you can visit prizefix.com and use the promo code ACTION10. That's A-C-T-I-O-N-1-0. All right, now back to the show. That is going to do it for our Super Bowl 56 props episode. To recap, Sean's going with Joe Burrow over 265 and a half passing yards. T Higgins over five receptions and Jamar Chase over Three and a half rushing yards. I'm going with Cooper Cup over eight receptions. Joe Mixon under five targets and Mixon over 16 and a half rushing attempts. That is going to do it for the show. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, Be sure to check out actionnetwork.com for all of our Super Bowl 56 betting content uh, and fantasylabs.com for all of our Super Bowl 56 DFS content, tools, models, and of course, you can follow Sean on Twitter at the underscore oddsmaker and me at Chris Raybon. You can also find us at those same handles in the free award-winning Action Network app. Enjoy the Super Bowl and let's get this money.